Hare Krishna, Vancha Kalpa, Trubhyascha, Kripa Sindhu, Bhyabhata, Patitanam, Pavanebhyo, Vaishnavebhyo, Namo Namaha. So welcome <coughs> to our continuing uh, study of Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 1, Questions by the Sages at Naimisharanya Forest. We've gotten up uh, uh, to uh, the tenth verse. We're going to go back a little bit, um, uh, but uh, we're going to, uh, that we haven't yet done text ten, but I'm going to, but uh, the questions actually, uh, the first of the six questions uh, starts with nine. But first I'll say this, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya We know there are six questions, at least one of the ways we know that there are six questions that are posed uh, the questions are posed in 15 verses, but Prabhupada, in the first text of this chapter, no, excuse me, in the first text of the next chapter, says, uh, the sages of Naimesharanya asked Sutta Goswami six questions. So, and so he's answering them one by one. So that's, well, there are six questions, but th they're covered over in 15 verses because there's some exposition in between them. So the first of the six uh, was text nine. Uh, Please, therefore, being blessed with many years, explain to us in an easily understandable way what you have ascertained to be the absolute and ultimate good for the people in general. Uh, uh, he uses this word unjasa, uh, made easy or straightforward, or uh, it's, and uh, that'll be expounded upon. I needed to point out that in the purport to this, uh, in the electronic edition of uh, the Vedabase, the first sentence is left out, uh, the purport. In the Bhagavad Gita, worship of the Acharya is recommended. Uh, that sentence isn't there in uh, that version. Now, uh, 10. Text 10 that we're starting with now. 10 is not one of the questions. Rather, this word, unjasa, made easy, uh, in 9, uh, it's going to add, deal with this. Why does Shreya, what is the ultimate good for everyone, why does this Shreya? need to be unjasa, made easy. And so that's what uh, 
this is commenting on now, just to say why it needs to be made e easy. So ten goes like this. Prayena alpa, prayena alpayush, excuse me, prayena payusha shabya, kalavasmin yuge janaha, manda sumanda matayo, manda bhagya yupadrutaha. O oh, learned one, in this iron age of Kali, men have but short lives. They are quarrelsome, lazy, misguided, unlucky, and above all, always disturbed. So that's why it needs to be, <laughs> why this, their, uh, it's funny when I think of this verse, I always think of prayena opa ayusha, but these are all A's fused together here. Uh, uh, prayena means almost always. Uh, their ayusha, uh, duration of life, like Ayurveda, you know, ayusha, their uh, duration of life is opa, opa, meager. Says we have opa made us a stupid intelligence, you know? and then uh, they're addressed as sabya. Sabya is a word that's being used for the members of the learned society. Uh, uh, in this age of quarrel, quarrel, it says here kalau, asmin, yuge. Janaha, the people in general. It's jana in the plural, janaha. The peoples, they are manda, uh, lazy. The word manda in the Sanskrit dictionary is slow, tardy, <laughs> moving slowly, laudering, idle, lazy, sluggish, apathetic, phlegmatic, unindifferent. <laughs> so if you want the full... <laughs> Full range of manda, <laughs> all those things. Uh -huh. uh, so they are manda, lazy here. Sumanda mataya, misguided. Uh, even if they are seeking pro guidance, they usually get misguided by some kind of barker, scam artist, or whatever. So got something to misguide them with. Uh, they're always attracted to something for nothing. Uh, a, a bestseller always. So, uh, yeah. America is a nature of pitchmen, always flogging something for you that you get. We all want something for nothing. Huh? And so they're misguided. Because of an underlying cheating propensity, really. Lazy, misguided, uh, mandabhagya, and unlucky. And above all, upajuta, disturbed. Always disturbed, Prabhupada puts it. Uh, 
that's their their uh, their nature there our nature we should say and uh, here's uh, the the purport from Bhagavatam hard time reading on the book uh, use the screen uh, Prabhupada writes the devotees of the Lord are always anxious for the spiritual improvement of the general public. When the sages of Naimisharanya analyzed the state of affairs of the people in this age of Kali, they foresaw, because remember they're just at the beginning of Kali, they foresaw that men would live short lives. In Kali Yuga, the duration of life is shortened not so much because of insufficient food, but because of irregular habits. Have you noticed that? By keeping regular habits and eating simple food, any man can maintain his health. Overeating over-sense gratification, over-dependence on another's mercy, and artificial standards of living sap the very vitality of human energy. Therefore, the duration of life is shortened. Yeah, medicine is mostly correcting those things that already shorten life to make it like a little normal, but if you did a few little simple things, it would you'd do much better. Um, yeah, I remember when I was, you know, cigarette advertisements all the time, and they'd actually have physicians advertising them on television, you know, the cigarettes, you know. And cigarettes was, yeah, you have this fire, and then you. You see your breath go out and smoke. It's like seeing the breath of life, you know. Anyway, let's go on. I'm, you know what's wrong. The people of this age are also very lazy, not only materially, but in the matter of self-realization. The human life is especially meant for self-realization. That is to say, man should come to know what he is, what the world is, and what the supreme truth is. Human life is a means by which the living entity can end all the miseries of the hard struggle for life and material existence, and by which he can return to Godhead, his eternal home. But due to a bad system of education, men have no desire for self-realization. Even if they come to know about it, they unfortunately become victims of misguided teachers. In this age, men are victims not only of different political creeds and parties, but also of many different types of sense gratificatory diversions, such as 
cinemas, sports, gambling, clubs, mundane libraries, bad association, smoking, drinking, cheating, pilfering, bickering, and so on. The minds are always disturbed and full of anxieties due to so many different engagements. In this age, many unscrupulous men manufacture their own religious faiths, which are not based on any revealed scriptures, and very often people who are addicted to sense gratification are attracted by such institutions. They pay a lot for priests, bless their sense gratification, give them more money, give them... <laughs> There's something called the prosperity gospel in America. <laughs> Consequently, in the name of religion, so many sinful acts are being carried on that the people in general have neither peace of mind nor health of body. The student brahmachari communities are no longer being maintained and householders do not observe the rules and regulations of the grahastha ashram. Consequently, these so-called vanaprastas and sannyasis who come out of such grahastha ashramas are easily deviated from the rigid path. In the Kali Yuga, the whole atmosphere is surcharged with faithlessness. Men are no longer interested in spiritual values. Material sense gratification is now the standard of civilization. For the maintenance of such material civilizations, man has formed complex nations and communities, and there is a constant strain of hot and cold wars between the different groups. It has become very difficult, therefore, to raise the spiritual standard due to the present distorted values of human society. The sages of Naimisharanya are anxious to disentangle all fallen souls and here they are seeking the remedy from Srila Sutta Goswami. Uh, I think there's a, I also have a purport from Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. The translation is a little different from Banu Swami. O worthy sage, capable of knowing what is beneficial at this time. In Kali Yuga, people are generally short-lived, lazy, unintelligent, devoid of the good fortune of devotee association and afflicted by various problems. His commentary is, now this first two sentences are in quotation marks. Uh, summarizing what the uh, uh, sutta has said. You should hear everything from my mouth, then you can decide what 
the best is. The sages reply with this verse, O honorable sage, you who know what is suitable for time and place, in Kali Yuga people are generally short-lived. If they have long life by chance, then they are lazy to investigate spiritual topics. Even if someone is not lazy, then he is unintelligent. <laughs> so this is, this is the way he say, takes his sequence, huh? Even if somebody is intelligent, even if someone is intelligent, he is unfortunate, for he is devoid of association with devotees to teach the highest actions. Even if someone has that association of devotees, he is afflicted. Under the control of afflictions from sickness and other problems, he does not get the time to hear from the mouth of the devotee, or even if he does hear, he cannot discern the highest goal from the human being and then carry out actions to attain it. Or, the sequence of qualities can mean that all people have bad qualities. So they have all the bad qualities. So, in other words, you can take them as a sequence from one after another, or you can take it all at once. So Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, in his time, he could think of a sequence, but now we know everybody's got them all at once. It's, things have gotten worse <laughs> for everyone. Uh, that's that's uh, his, his comment on that. Now, uh, we go on to text 11, uh, which uh, has three lines rather than uh, two. Uh, uh, now here, the second question is, what is the essence of all scriptures? That's what's being asked. Uh, so the text is like this. Bhurini bhuri karmani shrotavyani vibhagashaha ata sadotrayat saram samudritya manishaya Bruhi Bhadraya Bhutanam Inatma Suprasidati. So here, this is their question. There are many varieties of scriptures, and in all of them, there are many prescribed duties, which can be learned only after many, many years of study in their various divisions. Therefore, O sage, please select the essence of all these scriptures and explain it for the good of all living beings that by such instruction their hearts may be fully satisfied. So, Banu Swami's uh, translation is a little simpler. O learned sages, O learned sage, because he is actually addressing O Sado, it's singular. <laughs> Therefore, O sage, this is to, to uh, Sutta Goswami, um, who's asking, the, who's the spokesperson for the sages. 
uh, O learned sage, for the welfare of all living beings, please, after extracting the essence of scriptures using your wisdom, describe the practice worthy of hearing, which include many actions, the practices worthy of hearing, which include many actions by which our intelligence will be satisfied. So, uh, yeah, a little difference there, uh, we'll see. So, Burini Bhuri Karmani Shrotavyani, there are many different uh, duties. Uh, Karmani is in the plural. Buri Buri, Burini Buri, many, many, uh, uh, to be learned, Vibhagashaha, by the variety, the different varieties. Uh, so these are prescribed duties. Uh, and uh, uh, they have to be learned, says Prabhupada, after many years of, uh, of uh, study. Uh, so, to the best of your knowledge, Manishaya, please tell us, Bruhi, uh, what is the saram? Saram means, well, it's essence or sometimes it's cream. <laughs> uh, the, the essence uh, that you've selected from these and then uh, 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 tell us that and explain it that, that for the good of Bhutanam, all living beings, please tell us for, for the Bhadra, the auspiciousness for all living beings. Uh, there are many varieties of scripture and in all of them there are many prescribed duties which can be learned only after many years of study of their scripture, of study in their various divisions. So now, tell us the real essence of the thing. Prabhupada's purport. Atma, or self. Yeah. You see it's there, Yenatma, uh, in the last line of the, the text, Yenatma. So Prabhupada's picking up on this Atman, by which Atma supersedati, the, the self can be satisfied. So Prabhupada says, Atma or self is distinguished from matter and material elements. It is spiritual in constitution and thus it is never satisfied by any amount of material planning. All scriptures and spiritual instructions are meant for the satisfaction of this self or Atma. There are many varieties of approaches, so this is why he's explaining why there are many different scriptures. And, you know. There are many varieties of approaches, of approaches which are recommended for different types of living beings in different times and at different places. 
Consequently, the numbered numbers of revealed scriptures are innumerable. There are different methods and prescribed duties recommended in these various scriptures. Taking into consideration the fallen condition of the people in general in this age of Kali, the sages of Naimisharanya suggest that Sri Sutta Goswami relate the essence of all such scriptures because in this age it is not possible for the fallen souls to understand and undergo all the lessons of all these various scriptures in a varna and ashrama system. Uh, you, you need somebody who's somewhat expert. Uh, when you are sick and you go to a physician, you want to have somebody who, you know, there's so many different ways you could treat this condition. It could be related to other conditions. It's related to your particular circumstances. That physician has to be the one who picks the right one. Not only the right treatment, but treat using that right medicine in the right way. So you want somebody who knows what they're doing. Otherwise, you've got all the medical books, you've got all the stuff, but you just don't want to go to somebody who's not, not trained or even not experienced. So therefore, for people like that, there's a long time of, of training and experience uh, under supervision before you can actually uh, practice. So the, this, that's not a weird situation. It's just the way things are. Uh, one more paragraph. The Varna and Ashram Society was considered to be the best institution for lifting human beings to the spiritual platform. But due to Kali Yuga, it is not possible to execute the rules and regulation of these institutions. Nor is it possible for the people in general to completely sever relations with their families as the Varnashrama institution prescribes. The whole atmosphere is surcharged with opposition. And considering this, one can see that spiritual emancipation for the common man in the sage is very difficult. The reason the sages presented to this matter to Sri Sutta Goswami is explained in the following verses. So what to do when you can't even follow the regular practices uh, and uh, uh, yeah, there's so many things that are not favorable anymore. Uh, Banu Swami comments. Short, sure, he has a short comment. The sages request. This is Banu Swami's translation of Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. Yes, thank you. Uh, the sages request, and this is in quotation marks, please tell us the principal means among the processes for attaining the highest goal. 
which is easily executed by people living in Kali Yuga. That's in quotation marks. Tell us the many practices worthy of hearing about. Bhurini Shrotavyani. The best which is to be heard. Those which should be practiced and which include many actions, buri karmani, or another way to read it: tell us the scriptures worthy of hearing, because they explaining explain the many practices for attaining the highest goal, which themselves contain many actions, by which our intelligence, the atma, becomes satisfied. Later, it will be explained that these actions are hearing, chanting, and other devotional acts. By the word atma, you know, means self. But depending on the situation, see, I, I know I'm not my body, but if I cut my finger, I'll say, I hurt myself, even though, you know, it's because conventional. So the word the word atma, the meaning of atma itself, but the reference is maybe different in different contexts. So that's why here, using the word atma for intelligence, is just saying it's what it is in this particular case. Yen atma, by which every every atma or every intelligence will be satisfied. Yen atma suprasiddhati. So now. We come to text 12. And here they ask their third question. The first question, what is the ultimate good for people in general, Shreyas? What is the essence of all scriptures? That's what they want to find out. Third question is, uh, why did Krishna appear? Uh, tell us why Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, appeared. Hmm? That's the next thing. Because remember, he's gone. <laughs> he came, and, and so now that is an extraordinary thing to happen. Uh, why did why did he uh, descend to earth? Uh, <clears throat> so the, this is the third question. It goes like this. Sutta Janasivadram te Bhagavan Satvatam Patihi Devakyam Vasudevasya Jato Yasya Chikirshaya. All blessings upon you, O Sutta Goswami. You know for what purpose the personality of Godhead appeared in the womb of Devaki as the son of Vasudeva. And uh, Banu Swami's uh, translation of, uh, based on Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's purport, O Sutta, blessings to you. Badram <laughs> Te. You had to do a like blessings. <laughs> Blessings to you. You know for what purpose the Lord, Master of the Yadus, uh, 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 
appeared uh, in, the, in Devaki, the wife of Vasudev. Because, yeah, you can see the word sattvata can be the pure devotees, and another name for the yadus is the sattvata. He read it that way. So let me read the purports, and we'll see what... Uh, his purport, a short one. Bhagavan uh, means the almighty God who is the controller of all opulences, power, fame, beauty, knowledge, and renunciation. Those are the, yeah, Van means a possessor of Bhaga, opulences, wealth, strength, fame, beauty, knowledge, and renunciation, or power, fame, beauty, knowledge, and renunciation. He's le 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 I think he leaves wealth out, but that's another bhagya. Um, huh? Maybe opulence, yeah. Yeah, the opulence, okay, yeah. Opulence, power, fame. Yeah, the wealth is there in the opulence. Thank you. Bhagavan means oh, the Almighty God who's the controller of all opulences, power, fame, beauty, knowledge, and renunciation. You notice, has all those things and is still not attached. That's renunciation. We don't think of it as an opulence. But it's because... Uh, uh, these things, Prabhupada explains, is what makes someone attractive. And if someone has all these kind of things and they're still not attached, then that's, you know, impressive. Very impressive. Uh, so that's why renunciation is also, uh, always makes him all attractive. So let's use this uh, definition explaining why Krishna is attractive, all attractive. He has all these opulences. Then it's hard in the beginning. People understand well, why is renunciation attractive? You know, but that's what it is. If you have all the others and you're still not attached, so he has these the controller of all opulences. He is the protector of his pure devotees. So that's this idea of the uh, sattvata, those pure devotees. Although God is equally disposed to everyone, he is especially inclined to his devotees. Sat means the absol absolute truth. And any person and persons who are servitors of the absolute truth are called sattvatas. So that's Prabhupada's explaining how using this word sattvata to denote the uh, uh, devotees. And the personality of Godhead who protects such pure devotees is known as the protector of the sattvatas. Badramte, or blessings upon you, indicate the sage's anxiety to know the absolute truth from the speaker. Lord Sri Krishna, the supreme personality of Godhead, appeared to Devaki, the wife of Vasudeva. Vasudeva is the symbol of the transcendental position wherein the appearance of the Supreme Lord takes place. That's another denotation for that word Vasudeva, is that state of consciousness. Uh, 
Here's uh, Vishma Chakravarti Thakur's purport. Again, the sages request Sutta to speak about the practice of hearing and chanting about Krishna and Yasoda. All auspiciousness to you, Bhadramte, is a blessing pronounced out of enthusiasm. Vishnu is called Satvan, possessor of Sat, because he possesses all the devotees, Sat, as his expansions. The followers of Vishnu are then called Sattvatas. Use of Sattvatam as the possessive plural instead of Sattvatanam is poetic license just in case you're a grammarian. Or the word sattvatam may be derived from the shotra root sat, which takes a causative meaning, giving pleasure, according to anupasargalimpa, giving a citation here to Panini's grammar, the causative meaning of giving pleasure from the root. Sat. The noun Sat, he who gives pleasure, is Paramatma, the Supreme Lord. Those who possess the Lord by service are then called Sattvataha, or devotees. The possessive plural form is Sattvatam. Sattvatam Pati then means Lord of the devotees. But you notice in the translation, he's got master of the yadus, because they're also called, they're devotees, so they're the Sattvata dynasty. He goes on a little bit. You know for what purpose the Lord, master of the yadus, was born in Devaki, wife of Vasudeva, Vasudevasya. He appeared to broadcast his wonderful qualities not to relieve the burden of the earth. This is proven by Kunti's conclusive statement. This is in uh, the eighth uh, chapter of this canto, verse 35. Bhavesmin klishyamananam avidya kama karma bhi shravana smaranarhani some say that you appeared to engage those suffering in the material world due to their actions covered by ignorance and desire in hearing and remembering about you to attain prema. So that's the, his uh, purport. Let me, now... Text 13. Now, 13, the next group, uh, 13 through 16, they are not questions, but rather they expand on text 12, which is the third question. So 13, 14, 15, and 16 are all now uh, kind of elaborations on uh, this uh, uh, the third question.
And do we have time? Okay, we'll start this. 13 goes, Tana shu shu shamananam Arhat yanganu varnitam Yashavataro bhutanam Shimaya cha bhavaya cha O Sutta Goswami, we are eager to learn about the personality of Godhead and his incarnations. Please explain to us those teachings imparted by previous masters, acharyas, for one is uplifted both by speaking them and by hearing them. Vishnu Chakravarti has translated uh, this differently, well, according to his, his uh, purport. O Sutta, this word Anga denotes Sutta Goswami, as you see in the word for word. O Sutta, you should describe that Lord to us who are eager to hear. This desiderative, this shushu shamanam, desiring to hear. The Lord made his appearance for the liberation and material prosperity of all beings. <laughs> That's the way it's, it's uh, translated here. Uh, and the purport. The conditions for hearing the transcendental message of the Absolute Truth, the conditions in plural, excuse me, for hearing the transcendental message of the Absolute Truth are set forth herein. The first condition is that the audience must be very sincere and eager to hear. So that's a requirement. Prabhupada understand that's the condition. And the speaker must be in the line of the civic succession from the recognized Acharya. Because he says that, please explain us those teachings imparted by previous masters. So, the, here, like the, the Prabhupada has stressed this so many times, that both the speaker and the hearer have to be qualified or bona fide. And you can see that when Prabhupada came to the West, the first thing he had to do was create qualified hearers. <laughs> um, so the first condition is that the audience must be very sincere and eager to hear. And the speaker must be in the line of disciplic succession from the recognized Acharya. The transcendental message of the Absolute is not understandable by those who are materially absorbed. So this is a, a, a condition of knowledge. It's epistemological. That if you, if you have to be qualified, and part of that qualification is not to be looking for sense gratification for happiness. And that's not just moral. That's cognitive. That's a condition of knowledge. People who don't do this won't recognize what you have is knowledge. I think it's some kind of sentiment or something. Anyway, let me go on. Under the direction of a bona fide spiritual master, one becomes gradually purified. 
Therefore, one must be in the chain of disciplic succession and learn the spiritual art of submissive hearing. In the case of Sutta Goswami and the sages of Naimisharanya, all these conditions are fulfilled because Srila Sutta Goswami is in the line of Srila Vyasadeva and because the sages of Naimisharanya are all sincere souls who are anxious to learn the truth. Thus, the transcendental topics of Lord Sri Krishna's superhuman activities, his incarnation, his birth, his birth, his appearance or disappearance, his forms, his names, and so on, are, are all easily understandable because all requirements are fulfilled. Such discourse helps all men on the path of spiritual realization. Here's uh, Vishnu Chakravarti's talk or commentary that Banu based his translation on. What is the result of curiosity about Krishna? We will feel ourselves successful by hearing about him. And then he has this very interesting statement. The sentence in the second line actually continues until verse 16. <laughs> it does not literally continues, but this is the idea. He's giving us a little uh, underst- uh, 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 way to understand these. Uh, continue because he says connected by the word yasya in this verse with the correlative is tasya in verse 16 because uh, yasya and tasya are they are uh, correlative terms uh, so for that reason uh, 13 through 16 is in effect an elaboration on this third question because of this uh, yasha and tasya uh, who's and and who for yeah, who and this one and that one sort of like that correlative you know these and those you know like like that Uh, and Vishnu Chakravarti, in his commentary, takes this bhavaya as prosperity <laughs> for the living being, whereas, whereas, uh, where are we looking at this one? Yeah, bhavaya is upliftment in, in text thirteen. And he just says prosperity. So there's all kinds of prosperity. <laughs> it's not just <laughs> material prosperity. But anyway, that's the way it was uh, understood there. Upliftment uh, is uh, more suitable. All right, so we'll start again uh, next week with uh, continue with text uh, uh, 14.
when it starts to uh, tell a little about what they think will happen uh, for uh, those who are uh, uh, engaged in Krishna consciousness. Even chanting the name, Nama Grinan. Okay? To start things off, Vijay Krishna Prabhu asks, he says, related to 1110, where I find the synonym Sabya, member of a learned society, my question is, learned in what? Uh, Krishna consciousness. <laughs> there, there they're all they're all brahmanas and they've undergone rigorous training in order to be able to uh, follow the vedas <laughs> excuse me but to follow the vedas to perform sacrifice and to understand uh, 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 Srimad, what we're going to get now here in Srimad bhagavatam so that's the learned society Prabhupada described a brahmana as one who could learn anything and teach anything. That's what he said. A brahmana is actually has that ability. And so they can. Their, their job is to teach. and They could teach arithmetic and whatever, you know. But ultimately the higher topics of a brahmana is things like logic and then studying Vedanta and uh, grammar. Uh, uh, Lord Chaitanya was trained as a grammarian of, of grammar. That was his, and, and sometimes he was put down by people who said the, the, the grammar is just a shishu shastra. It's a study for, a text for children, because <laughs> they learn grammar. And, uh, and so they, he was put down that way because, you know, the more elevated things are logic and uh, uh, Vedanta and so on, but that's learned. Learn anything and teach anything. Kendra Prabhu asks, he says, regarding Srila Prabhupada's statement, quote, the numbers of revealed scriptures are innumerable. In your experience, have you found any effective means of discussing this point with those who may believe their scripture is the only scripture? Uh, sometimes, uh, if they're a little open-minded, I can show them, as Prabhupada has done sometimes, like uh, some of the teachings of Jesus, for example, we can accept them, you know. Uh, you shall love the Lord thy God with all, all thy heart, all thy mind, you know. And love your neighbor as yourself, that's, that's perfectly fine. Uh, you know, and uh, if people start thinking about it and actually practicing it, it would be a revolution, actually. Uh, uh, and, and so uh, uh, there, there's ways of, of uh, taking uh, various scriptures and looking at them a, a little deeply. Uh, I, I remember when, uh, you know, I was raised a Christian and, and uh, when I first started to get involved with Krishna consciousness and become very convinced about it, I got a little paranoid because of, uh, you know, part of my, it was Protestant Christianity sometimes, the kind that's taught in the South and Texas and Georgia and places like that. 
and you know they they tell you that uh, the devil speaks uh, you know with a, and it comes like speaks as though he's an angel and i was wondering you know am i really being misled by the devil and uh, uh, so i went sat down and i, I read the the gospels again and I would say for the first time I understood them. <laughs> I, you know, and uh, it was kind of amazing uh, how, how I, could, I could see what Jesus was trying to teach and how people were not understanding him very well. You know, so that's, uh, that was very, a very interesting uh, experience. Vijay Krishna Prabhu asks, he says, also related to 1110, where I find the synonym mandaha, lazy. My humble understanding is that to be lazy is a symptom of the mode of ignorance, and that to be immoderately active is a symptom of the mode of passion, which brings about only misery. My question is, if I want to make steady progress in spiritual life, should I use moderate action? What is moderate action? Uh, you should uh, neither be lazy nor passionate. And moderate action is action in the mode of goodness. It's not crazy hyperactivity. Uh, and it's not uh, uh, people who are e either lazy or from being disturbed uh, they get so discouraged, they then take advantage of intoxicants to uh, blot out the misery. They go, the, the result in the mode of passion is misery. It says so in the Bhagavad Gita. And then to deal with the mission, then people generally tend to go to the mode of ignorance and just blot everything out. Uh, so uh, the transcendental position is not just goodness, but but Vishuddha Sattva, purified goodness, and uh, uh, that that comes about by by Krishna consciousness, uh, because when the three modes are, are when it's just the mode of goodness, you can topple off from that position. You can something happens, and then you you, you have a hard time regaining your peace of mind uh, and you're trying to keep your peace of mind and you become furious at your neighbor next door because his television set is too loud all the time and you scream at him, you know, and then you see, you lose it. So it's best to be transcendental. Kendra Peru asks, would you be able to comment on why in one one twelve, the Sanskrit Bhagavan Sattvatam Patihi seems to be left out of the running translation. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Uh, I think the reason is, uh, is that the, the, the Yadu dynasty is also called Sattvata. And in the purport, the devotees are called Sattvatas. So the, the, the Yadu dynasty is also returns as, as, as Sattvata. That's the only reason I can think of. Uh, when it says, as the son of Vasudeva and Devaki, these are the sattvatas. Uh, that's your only reason. Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu asks, 
question related to one of the invocation verses. Why does Vyasadeva refer to himself in the third person when he says Maha Muni Krite? Which text is that one? Invocation verses. What verse number? Text two. Text two. Because I do not think that uh, Vyasadeva is actually uh, these these uh, introductory verses were not composed by by him. It was by uh, yeah yeah because because it says that it was compiled by by Vyasadeva. So I, I my, my understanding this compiled by the great sage Vyasadeva and Prabhupada adds in brackets in his maturity is sufficient in its self-realization. So I, I assume the, there's the next people in the line of disciplic succession who uh, put this in there because they're cele- celebrating Vyasa. Uh, uh, Just a little bit in Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur's commentary to that verse. I mean, just glancing upon it, it says, Having described the excellent results of the scripture, the verse describes the excellence of the Maker. Maha Muni indicates that the Lord Himself became the sage and planned the work, for this is explained in other scriptures. The Bhagavatam, but the Bhagavatam was first revealed in abbreviated form by the Lord Himself in four verses, and then they quote those. Having then been revealed in full by Vyasa, what is to be understood in this work through hearing it? Then goes on to the other words. Mm-hmm. Um, a question on when I read uh, Prabhupada's commentaries, like the one he has for verse eleven about Varnashrama, and how um, it is not possible for the people in general to completely sever relations with their family. Da da da. Uh, the whole atmosphere is surcharged with opposition. And there's basically, you know, a saying that the Varnashrama is not really possible in this age of Kali. Mm-hmm. How do we square that with Prabhupada's desire for us to institute some sort of Varnashrama? I think uh, just as far as possible. It's for, it's for the the organi- proper organization of society and uh, it probably won't be yeah it, I think I think we'll just see how far you get but even if it's not going to be really thoroughgoing and perfect um, it's it, it is there is a head arms belly and legs and you're going to have to have them and uh, and so Prabhupada wanted uh, wanted Iskand to be the the uh, 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 Iskand to be the brain. I've come to give you a brain. He said, "Why have you come to the West to give you a brain?" So we're supposed to be the the Brahmanas, and uh, then. Uh, the other aspect of Varnashram Dharma that he really wanted to have was was kind of the other the other part of it which we are practicing from the other side is the Vaishas actually, 
the wealth wealth production uh, uh, people, and yeah, there's ultimately going to have to defend people, and so you you need managers and kshatriyas. I th I think uh, as far as possible it can be done, uh, but it, I don't think it, it'll be as yeah, it'll it'll always be a, a little difficult to to do it thoroughly and completely. That's my understanding. And you know, he may have uh, somewhat thought of after after coming to the West that it was a little bit more possible than he may have imagined from from uh, from India when he wrote the the beginning of the Bhagavatam. You know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. As, as much as you can. Okay, just a few comments here. Gaur Shakti Prabhu says, Hare Krishna Gurudev, thank you for such a nice class. The smiley face emoticon and an Anjali emoticon. Well, they have an emoticon. <laughs> and Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu says, thank you for your, your response to his question. Um, let me scroll back here. Uh, and Mandaleshwari Devi Dasi says, Hare Krishna, please is my humble base and says, All glories to Guru and Gauranga. And more emoticons coming down the line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's it. All right, so where do we pick up again? Uh, we're up to now. We'll start with 14. 14, right, okay. And remember to join us, if you can, on Tuesday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for the next installment of Krishna Book. Yeah, that's fun to do. I, I enjoy it. It's a little easier than Bhagavatam class. <laughs> Thank you very much. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai.